0: Hello and welcome to another episode of No Plans to Merge. I'm your host Daniel Porzio. I'm your host Caleb Colborne. CC. And today's episode is brought to you by TurboLinks. Thank you for sponsoring it's the show, TurboLinks. The
1: bees knees. Shouts out TurboLinks. Yep.
0: So go subscribe to TurboLinks. Like the pro comment, plan. And subscribe. Um, on with the show. On Back to with the, show. the show.
1: Drinking cold coffee. Drinking cold coffee. You like cold um, coffee. I don't. I think I have a tolerance for cold coffee. Okay. Like I, I'm fine with cold coffee and I'm not talking to iced coffee. I'm talking yeah, just yeah. like Your coffees, coffee got cold. Coffee got cold. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I do this almost every day. I drink cold coffee
0: and like, like after I, it was warm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because my wife my wife oh dude Borat 2 is out today I need to go I need is to a, watch that tonight. I never saw the first one you never saw my wife I uh, yeah I'd like I know all the the, <laughs> the jokes but I <laughs> um, but uh anyway um my wife she wakes up very early and she goes to work to uh, take care of this child named Samuel who's a ham um, and she makes coffee up and then I wake up yep. And the coffee is cold, um, or the coffee is like lukewarm. My first cup of coffee of the day is lukewarm. Oh my god! You know, what I'm saying? like it's like it's warmer than
0: cold coffee. Is this a, like a coffee pot, like a drip? Yeah, yeah. Pot? Like, like a, you just, you just a Mister Coffee. So you could hit warm and yeah. Like, but is it's there like,
1: like a... But I'm there, and it's lukewarm, and I'll just i'll i'll have it. You know. All right. Yeah. Um, and I don't like the burned coffee taste of like it's been sitting on that burner for a long time, and now it's like burned yep you know so i'd rather oh, yeah. have lukewarm coffee than burned coffee mm-hmm. um okay. so anyway i wake up my first cup of coffee is like it's still warm but it's not hot and then throughout the day my coffee my coffee gets colder and then by the time it comes to record this podcast i'm drinking room temperature coffee
0: there it is
1: yeah but I mean, i'm also I'd, like I'd... a coffee guy like i love yeah right great coffee yeah. And like I I can taste all the tasting notes and stuff. I have all the mm-hmm. I have all the stuff. But it's like but bad cold coffee doesn't offend me. Yeah.
0: You that's know? great. That's dude, that's the way to be, man. Like I mean, I've been around you mm-hmm. with coffee. Like you're a very fancy coffee person. Yeah. You you know, if you're at a like, you know, I'm kind of lost in places like that and I don't know, like really fancy coffee places, but you just roll with it like you're in. Mm-hmm. You're on it. Um, it's kind of like, like uh beer, like I sort of pride myself in having like kind of going on the journey from like, uh, I learned to like beer by just drinking like Bud Light and mm-hmm. cheap beers, like freezing Natty cold Light. and just like, yeah. sh- like slugging them to uh-huh. get them down. And, uh, but then, you know, eventually you get into craft beers and whatnot. And I like, but I basically like, I love all beer yeah. and I, I very eat, like I drink, I'll drink Bud Light all day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know? Yeah, it's like, but then uh, it's
1: like, should you be confronted with like a, a very fancy beer, you'll enjoy the fancy of Yeah, I'm all it.
0: in, and I love going out for yeah. craft beers, and I have craft beers and stuff, and mm-hmm. yeah, any any uh, any beer. Yeah, that's
1: yeah, it's yeah, a good way to it's a good way to live.
0: Yeah, like be a connoisseur, but also be like chill. Don't forget where you came from. Exactly. Yeah. Be humble. Be humble. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh very good yep it's very good um Gail, what guitar do you have a martin you have a martin yep mm. that's a great yep. guitar
0: yeah mine's uh mine's not like an, it's not an iconic martin or anything although i do see it around like i see
1: is it a mexican martin like is it made in mexico i don't know i don't know i, I mean they, it, i think they make some in mexico
0: and some in the u.s interesting let's find out it would probably say right so this is uh, made in Mexico, but then it says Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Oh, we went to the Martin factory, me and my brother. Um, but yeah, made in Mexico. Yeah, huh? yeah, I mean, it was like, this is like... Um, Among
1: like Martin people, the the like very fancy lads of Martin. Interesting. They're and
2: like, cheap no, not huh? a good Martin. But like,
1: you know, it's a Martin.
0: Well, it's already not a good Martin because... So like, this is an economic Martin. This is like right, 500 right. bucks. Mm-hmm. And... It's got a spruce top. Mm-hmm. So it's like a hardwood good top. So yep. it has that really good like um, high Bright. end or height, yeah. uh, whatever that. Uh, yeah. Bright, exactly. And um, But the back is whatever. Like basically... Uh, the back is made out of shipping pallets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but basically it's like a synthetic back. You know, right, there's right. some like laminate. Uh-huh. It's like a laminate back. Um, so anyway, which is... You know, I mean, I dig that. It's economical. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not you know for purists and whatnot. It's but honestly, dude, I I just
2: went and like
0: tried all the guitars, and this was the one that I like a small body. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I don't like the dreadnought thing, the big Martin D five or whatever. I love the
1: dreadnoughts when I'm playing them, but like owning them is like a whole other thing.
0: I just think they look horrible. They look like pear shaped.
1: Like, yeah,
0: I just don't like them. Never have. Like, if you do like a,
1: if you do like a e minor to g kind of hammer on type of thing on yeah, a dreadnought and that's oh, not my sounds thing amazing. <laughs> um yeah. anyway um cool i was just thinking about that because i was thinking like guitars are kind of the same thing where it's like you know oh. like i yeah, appreciate we were somewhere with i that. appreciate the greatest guitar i've ever played sure you know but it's like yeah right you exactly. give me like uh like... you give me some guys like epiphone acoustic that you know yeah totally that he got at a thrift store that is not good you know that's interesting play the hell out of it or like a yamaha you gotta love a yamaha acoustic guitar that someone got at costco
0: (laughs) i mean i agree that i'll play it but i don't think i am that the way with beer that i am with guitars Mm. just because there's such a big difference in like good versus bad guitars yeah like or you know just cheap guitars where the like action's too high or they go out of tune or they're you know (sighs) right well those
1: things are quality of life issues yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, but okay, so assuming that that assuming like, it's like a
1: within the all range the ducks of are like, in a playability. Row.
0: Yeah, then it, then if it's just a sound thing yeah. then, you know, you know, whatever. But, I mean, I have
1: but, played guitars where I was like, "Holy cow, this guitar sounds good." Yeah, dude. But my like brother, you know, whatever.
0: You know what? It's kind of like um I sh- should have a Taylor. I wish I had a Taylor. I wish I had the Taylor um I can't think of the you the get signed by a really popular Taylor. one. It's got the cutaway Uh um it's the one that you just see i've seen taylors okay yeah i mean you've seen it on every like um acoustic session on youtube where they're like a bunch of like people sitting on stools with sure smb mics singing in a sure smb mics they're you're using those taylors yeah so my brother has one and it just sounds it's unbelievable like you play it and it's like i can't even describe it i don't know it's just it's the yeah. quip, but but here's the thing I think to guitar purists they they would hear that I, I see it as like pure good mm-hmm. like this is just so f- amazing sounding but somebody might hear that and go like oh it's not you know bassy enough or there's not uh it's too it's just like cranks up the high end well and, and so that, people so just, that's the thing with headphones it's like too? a cheap trick I was just gonna say this is my segue do it do it
2: you do so
1: it's like with headphones there's like like beats headphones sound awesome right like if you put on a pair of beats headphones and you listen to like yeah by usher featuring Lil john and Ludacris, (laughs) right it's like (laughs) yep you're like oh man these are the greatest headphones i ever heard my entire life right um but it's like the reason it sounds so good is like the particular eq pattern of those headphones is like designed to make that music sound amazing right it's like really heavy bass pretty heavy treble kind of
0: moderate mids
1: right it's like just cranked in this kind of u-shaped
0: curve yeah i mean when you're doing eq on anything like i i'm not big into mixing or anything but you know you can like drop that mid Uh and whoa like it just comes alive it's like
1: yeah, yeah it just pops yeah
0: i remember like my first pair of headphones it was just bassy yeah and i i just was like oh, oh these are amazing Yeah, yeah, yeah. like there's um, so much bass and I like
1: still crank the audiophiles on... hate them
0: the the real headphone oh, yeah, guys yeah, totally. they despise
1: yeah. the beats because they're like those are, they're not good headphones they're just tricking you by like yeah. do
0: giving you the tingles that your brain loves and i'm like yeah, yeah but, but like, my brain loves those tingles i know <laughs> that's the thing so i have these really nice speakers and uh I just crank the bass up on them. Because yeah. they're they're like supposed they're supposed to be very good speakers. Yeah. Um but so I would have feel every... the vibration in my chest a little bit. But yeah, like if I I mean if they can do it, let's do it. Yeah. Like, give exactly. Me... What that's we why do? Bose what are we doing here. Speakers sound so good. Yeah. Like any of my Bose stuff, it's like really nice and bassy, but also crisp. That's that sound. Bassy
1: and crisp, you drop those mids. Bassy
0: and crisp. Drop the mids, bro. Yeah. So and it I just imagine there's guitar yeah. people
1: out there saying that Taylor is the beats of
0: Right.
2: And
1: I
0: imagine in some way it is, but I mean, Taylor's high end, just like any other guitar. It's like a different style, but, but yeah, that sound that I see as like, it's exactly like, you know what? Taylor's sound like to me,
1: Taylor's sound like, like really good worship leader guitar. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. Best ever, gen, gen, or like jars of clay, like real, real strong jar, God, jars of clay. Do, 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 do,
0: do, do. Yeah. was that what you were about <laughs> to do?
1: Yes, I, yeah, exactly. Do, 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 do. Um, they, they just have that like aesthetic, right? And like having come out of that world, like that sound to me is like a sound. Are you actually playing? You
0: got oh, there it is. Surround me.
1: Excellent, yeah. dude. That's the one. Oh uh 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 funny.
0: And then
2: Jars say, of Clay, man. Say Um
1: What's that you one know, uh, Jars of Clay song? Oh dude, I got a guitar. Hold on. It's it's the episode. It's the episode where we play guitar on the show.
2: Ah. You've this been is wanting one.
1: this for a long time. This was like for a long time, like my like go to like picking up a guitar song was like um Oh, my guitar still so out of tune. Mm. Never mind.
0: <laughs> but I know what you're doing. Wait, 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 wait. I already know it is. Wait, is it? Dun, dun, it's dun, like E, E sustained, dun, E,
1: E sustained. Strangely
0: out of place. Yeah, yep, dun,
1: dun, yep. that's the one.
0: And there's a light filling this room where
1: none
2: would,
0: would father before. before. Trace yeah. the last.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's great. Dun,
0: dun, dun. I need you, I need you. Oh, I that's love what that
2: it's
1: song. called. Yeah, I need you.
0: I need you. Jars of Clay Baby. How does a band that's so good have such a bad singer? I
1: don't know. I mean it's it's fine. I'm fine with it. It is fine. Yeah. I'm
0: fine with it, but it's it's not, you know what I mean? It's like Yeah,
1: but there's lots of bands with bad singers.
0: I know. I'm just saying. Like, how do I like this band so much?
1: Well, it's you know, it's all in For the, so long. It's all in the charisma.
0: Like, I don't even like his charisma. Huh. Like he to me is like a kind of like a got that like rat face oh i don't know what sneaky. he looks like i've never a known sneaky what looking face. Look like. he's just like not like like a schmoozer anyway. yeah he's but he's sch- not i mean he's schmoozer. a good guy you, well, you met think, him a couple times
1: you think you don't know
0: dude you can tell you can tell you can just tell <laughs>
1: from a guy whether he's a good guy or not
0: yep um oh here's a fun thing i love so a fun my- thing my I was a Jars of Clay and my wife Hannah before she was my wife or girlfriend or anything, she became really into Jars of Clay because I was really into it to woo me. Oh, she wooed and you with the jars. Yeah, so she like invited me to a Jars concert and huh. we drove to a Jars concert and that was our thing. So we went to a bunch of concerts mm-hmm. before we were dating mm-hmm. from Jars of Clay, and she's like, she's just a really hardcore fan of things and sure. she loves concerts and so she's the person who like you know mm-hmm. gets backstage and meets people gets and stuff like that and yeah love, love. the whole thing yeah. like she's just that's the whole thing yeah, yeah and um so she went we went to a oh she found out somehow she found out that her one of her good friends like parents friends were neighbors with the the pianist in Jars of Clay, Charlie Lowell okay um and like dug through family albums whatever and found a photo of him as a kid with her dad Mm -hmm. or something anyway or with whatever so she like brought it to him like and uh whatever i don't know it was just fun but yeah that's that that's all.
1: i have a friend named james who is um a person who is very accomplished at getting into places he's not supposed to be Hmm. like he's the type of guy who will just kind of like walk to backstage at a big concert and Mm -hmm. somehow not get stopped he's like one of these people where it's like he could never give you advice on how it's done. Yeah. Right? It's just done. <laughs> um, it wouldn't work for anyone else but him. But, uh, yeah, those people. Those people are magical.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my friend Jacob. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Corbett. He's the guy who gets everything for free in a way that is non-transferable. Like, he can't give you that knowledge, He but he will get things for free in a way. Like, hmm like he's the guy who will just like ask the bakery whether he can have their 150 leftover pastries and then leave with a garbage bag full of pastries you know
0: yeah it's just
1: like yeah Yeah. no one else asked because we're all like decent human beings in a society who don't make these weird asks of people yep but not jacob Jacob's like giving them pastries
0: funny daniel yes um oh here oh here's one here's just a fun story i love one um i fell in to a stream for the first time in my fishing career yesterday
1: oh really Yep. um what tell i guess tell me the story did you slip was it like a, a footing issue
0: um yes and no anyway i took this i took a buddy of mine out fishing i'm trying to get him into fishing so that i can have a fishing buddy sure and uh we haven't caught anything, but like it's I funny because catch
1: you, to get a fishing buddy, you can either turn a fisher into a buddy or turn a buddy into a fisher. Exactly. <laughs> and you've opted so so for I'm turn doing a buddy ladder. into a yeah. fisher. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yep. And he's into it, whatever. He's just he's a good guy. Yeah. And uh and he's he's kinda like me, he's in that, you know, like I can bring him out to the stream and put him through hell and not catch anything and it'll we'll just have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um and yesterday the flows were insanely high. So we were like, you know. You ever like waited you ever done gotten like waiters on and waited in streams and stuff?
1: I've never done it with waiters, but I have waited in streams.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, it sounds like it would be not scary. Right. But it is so often kind of terrifying. Is the stream moving fast? Yes. Okay. And high. Fast. So if you're high. standing like waist yeah, deep, you can knock in water, you over and sweep you away. Oh, very easily, yeah. 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 So you're just like Clinging like to nothing because you're in the middle of a stream, right. you can't cling to anything, so just kind of lean into it. And you you have to keep your feet really separated apart and like facing parallel mm-hmm. to the stream because as soon as they're close together, they're getting swept out. Yep, and you and you can't, you're not walking on like sand, right? It's you like you know, mossy, these are like rocks and rocks boulders, under and, a you, and you don't know yeah. if one's going to drop off three feet or if one's going to be three feet up above. Yeah, dude, it is so nerve-wracking but it's kind of like a rush that i that i like is there like a
1: deadly waterfall like a hundred feet downstream from you no so
0: fortunately the only risk of me dying is getting caught under like a log but uh but there's no right like if i get swept up probably i'll just like hit a couple rocks bum a knee and get up downstream hopefully but, uh, but anyway, but I always, you know, I'm so, and you don't want to get wet. Yeah. You don't no want to get completely drenched because you're fishing in the cold. Yeah. It's October and, and, uh, you're in Buffalo. Yep. So anyway, the funny, the long story short is I take this guy fishing. Good buddy. Yep. I put him through a whole slew of things. We're basically like rock climbing on the side of this like face to like not fall in whatever. We're walking in the stream. He bangs his knee on a rock so hard that it breaks the waiters like just right just busts through the waiters and Which his are jeans. big rubber boots right basically yep they all the way to your you know chest okay yeah, yeah um anyway so he like destroys his knee we're like off on the sidelines just hanging out it's funny but also like really painful for him we're walking back i don't know whatever i try to take a better route and it instantly gets like nipple deep and uh and then we get swept away both of them. my phone is like trashed his phone is probably totally trashed and uh we were just soaking wet and uh i don't know it was but it's like you're living like once you trip once you're like well i'm just swimming in the stream now yeah and it's just fun so i'm a guy in water that's all i just wanted to tell you that because it was like an interesting experience
1: that sounds like a visceral experience and i'm happy that you had one
0: yeah it's good to have it's like oh you you gotta fall in the stream yeah you know you gotta fall into it's like to know that you um, can yeah like you know i don't know yeah yeah
1: you know i got a buddy who's uh who's like a pretty like world-class rafter like uh Ooh, that's scary that, kayaker that, that, and rafter? Oh,
0: i've never done that but it just sounds like sounds like death
1: yeah well it's like I sometimes mean, i'll stuff. see videos on his facebook or whatever of just like oh yeah this is my friend almost dying and us saving him
2: what and dude like, what is up
1: with that yeah it's wild that's crazy it's like oh yeah this is like my we were rafting and then my buddy fell out of the raft and got knocked out and was you know floating half trapped under a giant rock and we had to get him out in like you know whatever stage three rapids or whatever and someone had to like dive down there and pull him out or he would have dude that's
0: so freaking wild yeah that that's a recreational activity
1: yeah no it's crazy
0: ah man it's for
1: psychos for sure this guy's a psycho
0: Like that's not even something like I just don't want to to drown in a stream. Water's so freaking powerful. Yeah, I
1: very much want to not drown. Yeah. Yep. But I mean, I think that's the thing, right? Is like with ooh, let's let's make a generalized point here, shall we? I'm I'm gonna use this as a metaphor. Um that's the thing with like risks, you know? There's like there is something to playing it safe that is ultimately unfulfilling right and like you ultimately at some point if you don't have other sources of risk like you sometimes you just need to take risks for the sake of taking risks you know just to like be fulfilled by conquering something that could have conquered you you know totally like and i feel like you know it's the same thing with like any like extreme sport i feel like it's probably the same thing with like uh, heroin or gambling, you know. Mm, yeah, it's yeah. like, but it's like this thing that like is innately in people, um and I think some people more than others. Of like, all right, well, I need to do something like kind of drastic, because if I don't do something drastic, like I will be inevitably unfulfilled.
0: You know? Yeah, it's just like an existential hollowness.
1: Well, it's an existential need to do something hard, right? Like, is a need for challenge and a need for to feel
0: alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like... Well,
1: like because your your feeling alive comes from overcoming.
0: Yes, you know. What I'm and saying? even I'm even just not being bored. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's huge. <laughs> even like it's impossible to be bored when you're falling out of a raft. Yeah, you can't. You, yeah, can't, you can't be, be like, bored. You can't be like, oh, I wish I was somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, you could be because you don't want to die, but you know what I mean? Like, that's being alive.
1: Right. Well, and like, it's the same, you know, like, I wonder if there's people who are so, such good rafters and they like are in those situations so much that like their tolerance for that is so high that they could actually just be like falling out of a raft and like, man, it's another
0: Tuesday. I mean, dude, did you see, um, uh, the, uh, what's the Alex Honnold movie? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's it called? Free Um, solo.
1: Free solo. Dude, I have thoughts
0: on that movie. I mean, come on. Like, that's a perfect example of a dude who's, like, basically adapted to them. Well, he has, like, a, I guess, like, a mental predisposition to be, like, a freaking insane person.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Dude. Dude, that movie. That guy is, like, the worst boyfriend ever. That's the thing that I learned from that movie. is. is. like, ooh, man, you actually don't care about this woman. Like... I mean, you th- you do. I in love a way. that they
0: like that they really gave it like as it is. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, oh, or, but like whatever.
1: She's just like, hey, I'd like it if you didn't die, and he's like, yeah, well, I'll consider it. I'll take it under advisement. That, that would yeah, that,
0: that would matter to you. But I know you want this. I don't care. We're not that close, babe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's literally that. It's like, man, you're like an asshole. All right. Cool. <laughs>
1: And but yeah, yeah man
0: i mean it's right. it makes sense i mean look where he's at he, he's now. like it's... the
1: king of like you knew i was like this when you met me yeah you know right. it's like
0: well yeah, yeah. but like he's like i was on this path yeah this is my path yeah it is you what know? it is and like you're like i'm either gonna date no one ever or you're gonna be cool with this yeah. so
1: so yeah it's, that's the thing is like from both perspectives on the one hand it's like yeah, I get that perspective, right? And he's basically saying like, I'm yep. willing to not be dating you if this is too much for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if, like, come you on. Can, if you can hang, I'm down. I like you, you know? But right. then on the other hand, it's like you should probably just take it on yourself to to cut this off because you know that there's you're just going to keep hurting this woman, you know? Yep. And
0: will likely die.
1: Yeah, and that she's like only growing more and more in love with you and you're not you're not reciprocating that growth of the relationship and that you're, like, daily causing her increasing pain.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things. Dude, that's it's wild. But, you know, maybe it's the wrong... Maybe, you know, let's dissect Alex Honnold's love life. Maybe it's the wrong fit. She wants a house. Yeah, she that's wants what I'm saying. To, he doesn't want a house. She wants... He doesn't want a house. The dude's a freak. He's, like... He's one of those dudes who's, like, just... He just wants to eat corn out of a can. Yeah, like... He's, like, pure um pure what like (sighs) id i don't know it well no
1: he's got a lot of ego too so i don't know but he's just like pure something you know yeah he's pure something that's for sure like he's singular of purpose
0: yep a hundred percent
1: and he doesn't have really the capacity for like the multi-dimensional ambition that other people have
0: yeah yeah he has a singular ambition and that is a beautiful thing when you see it, you know. Yeah, but it's not for everyone. It's definitely not it for is everyone. Some, I think everybody is universally attracted to people who have a singular purpose.
1: Yeah, but I feel like also like, um, they tend to like wreck havoc in the lives of the people around them.
0: Oh, I think there's uh, a bunch of gotchas. Yeah, as far like as I feel like it can be existing.
1: extremely like toxic. Like if I'm um, thinking about like I don't know who like. Who's some like someone singular of purpose, like you start you start to think about like, oh, like I don't know, like Kurt Cobain or someone like that who's like, hey, I've got this one thing that I'm gonna excel at, you know? Or like uh or you know, like there's skaters, like there's skateboarders who I can yes, think of. That's where a great it's example, like yeah. you all I do is skate, right? Yep. And I yep. hey, why is it only musicians and extreme sports people that I'm capable of conceiving in this way? But Fly like, Fishermen. Like,
0: what? Fly like like fly bros.
1: Yeah, fly bros. Whatever.
0: Ski bums. Yeah. Well that's an extreme sport. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. I mean uh yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean that's yeah. Hiking people, you know, like through hikers. Yeah, still an extreme like sport. Backpackers. <laughs> yeah, still an extreme sport. So there's something but, there. But
2: no no, but like or there's also just... like
1: finance bros who are the same way. There's stockbrokers who are like this about oh, stockbroking. Sure, yeah yeah Bro- totally. brokering um yeah broker it's weird that broker doesn't mean one who brokes it means one who brokers mm. isn't that weird yeah yep like dancer the means one broker. who dances right
0: funny <laughs> stock a... yeah i dancer dance uh-huh. i'm a dancer
1: i broker broker
0: yeah i'm a yep I'm a broker. I broke. I broke things. Yeah. I, but you don't. I you broke. broker things. You broker things. I'm a brokerer. You're right. It should be a stock brokerer. Brokerer. I'm going to start call.
1: Anytime I meet a stock broker from here on out, I'm being you know, like,
2: sorry, did you mean brokerer?
0: <laughs> broker's a noun and a verb. Yeah. What's another noun and a verb like that? Especially one that ends in er. Yeah, right. That's the coincidence. Yeah. But what's another noun and a verb? You know, like there's the broker in the relationship. Uh-huh in the transaction and then I brokered this transaction. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 Like Um, there's, that's it. There's got, I'm sure there's a word for that. I think that's just English being English, man. English is English, man. So, and then you get stuff like broker. Yeah. Broker. -er 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 -er. (gasps) Um, (sighs) yeah. mm, 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 But dude, people with singular purposes are, I think people are attracted to them. And I also think people are scared of them. Mm hmm because and they're scared of them because they're one they're consistent Mm -hmm. in in a way that like i think that people don't want people are scared of people who are too consistent Mm -hmm. because they fear they won't be able to convince them to like you know what i bet dude i'm going like so far out of the realm of anything real or concrete here sure but what if people who like, uh, like, what if I'm scared, Be- from an evolutionary perspective, I'm scared that I can't convince you to um, spare me, like, or or have mercy on me. Like, if you have some, like, uh, predatory advantage sure, sure, or sure, something, sure. I- you're so well, consistent, I, I, I can't like convince the- you to, So, like- it's like,
1: most people have, like, a multitude of motivations, right? And if I want to align my incentives with your incentives the way to do that is to find some motivation that we both share, right? Mm. Something where like, because you have many motivations and incentives and I have many motivations and incentives, chances are one of them will line up, right? Yep. But for a person who has only one motivation and only one incentive, yeah. it's hard to get into a place where you can like share an incentive or a motivation yeah. with that person, right? And yep. so I think people are... Like I think about this in politics a lot, right? Where it's like some people have political philosophies, other people are like pragmatic utilitarian issue-based people, right? Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and so like for me, like my issue-based beliefs stem from my political philosophy. Other people, their political philosophy is basically like do the best thing you can on all these issues and best is sort of based on what it feels like at the time or whatever, right? Yeah. Um and I think generally issue-based politics people tend to not like engaging with philosophy-based politics people mm. because like,
2: yep, that's another the, the good same
1: tactics of convincing someone don't work because you have to convince them within a framework of their fundamental philosophy. Yeah,
0: you would have to convince them to change their fundamental... Or convince yep. them
1: that their, fun- that their philosophy actually leads to the belief that you have.
0: Ah, sure, right? yeah. Um,
1: so yeah, I think it's, it's like a similar thing where it's like,
0: yeah, I mean, print, this is the thing about principled people, people who are like highly principled and really have their, their internal, um, decision-making framework kind of honed. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's like a parent that I, I remember like being a young, um, kid and the feeling of being unable to convince your parents of something to let you do something, or to being unable to convince your parents to not like ground you or something like it's a very powerless feeling, because it literally feels like no amount of anything.
1: Yeah, there's no will. force I can exert on this system. Yeah. To change the outcome. Yeah. Well, and Did like, you
0: identify with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, all? and that's the
1: thing with like, I don't, I, you know, I don't have kids, so I don't know about parenting, but I have a dog, so I know about dogs. Mm, um,
0: similar. But yeah. like with dogs, about the like.
1: Same. Your goal is to basic for training a dog, right? Like if your goal is to maximize obedience from your dog, Mm -hmm. your goal is to be as much like a computer as you can, where the same inputs guarantee Mm, the same outputs, right? And so like if the dog goes (laughs) near the back door, the dog goes outside and pees. If the dog pees in the house, the dog is taken to the outside and told pee outside, right? the dog is beat and if the dog begs for food the dog does not get food you know yeah like whatever like and so if you like build like this system of like in the same scenarios the same results happen then the dog just adapts to those circumstances and starts acting accordingly right and so often like badly trained dogs are a result of inconsistency by the owner right Mm. um where the owner did one thing one time and another thing i mean just
0: like badly trained kids
1: right but i Same I also thing. think like it that level of consistency um depending on how far you take it, can like ultimately can, alienate you from your dog or kid, yes, right, and that there is something about like occasionally giving your dog a treat, even though she's begging,
0: yeah where it's yeah like, yeah, eh, yeah,
1: you know, I love
0: you, yes, you know Dude, you've perf- you've perfectly captured this phenomenon yeah. that's that's beautiful, um yeah like my like my parents were pretty they were pretty much all about the consistency thing and uh and that yeah like in the in the ways i'm described like i sort of was describing it as a something like as a damaging effect that i just felt like powerless and angry it made me so angry but um but it also i mean you know we were good kids yeah like it, it was like good but like i'm glad they did it it's good yeah. parenting stuff it's like it's well, like, like you're, you're now a very disciplined way. person because of it probably <laughs> Still mad at
1: my parents yeah. for it. And that's because yeah. you listen to so much Eminem. Right. The Eminem made you the angry Eminem and rebellious. didn't help. Yes. We had, we had an episode one time where we talked about whether listening to Eminem was the cause or the result yeah. of anger
0: and rebelliousness. Right. Is it um, art, influence, like art influencing culture or culture influencing art, yeah. you know? Yeah. Or like art, yeah. Like art and expression of culture or does it, you know, it's just like weird... Um, uh, soup mm-hmm. or is yeah, he the latter a gateway
1: was. to escape media scapegoat they can be mad at today but that ain't the case it's just a matter of taste we as a people decide if Shady's as bad as they say he is
0: dude I think you you wrapped the same line in the last episode it's so I good and I, I renegade, asked you what it renegade, was yeah, and yeah. then you said renegade and it's uh yeah
1: right dude to the listener the user and <laughs> the developer just go like pop on renegade by Jay-Z and Eminem this afternoon, this evening, and, like, do yourself a favor leading into the weekend, you know?
2: Mm. hmm Mm-hmm. Caleb, I, have you uh, built
1: anything with uh, Turbolinks?
0: Oh, are we supposed to talk about that? <laughs> I don't know we're supposed to. Dude, we didn't even talk about relativity. Oh, that's true. That's always... Can we just talk about it a little yeah, bit? yeah, let's talk about relativity. What do you know about relativity? <laughs> Relative to who? <laughs> what do you know about, like... Relative the to Einstein,
1: I know very little. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I know a good bit. Uh, what do you know? Prove it, Dico. Sure, sure, sure. So basically, um, I mean, like, the most, like, basic textbook explanation is, like, that um, the velocity of two things moving um, when measured relative to one or the other is different, right? Since that there is no, like, objective speed that something is moving. All those speeds are measured relative to the observer. And so if I'm on a train measuring how fast a horse is going it's one speed if i'm on the ground measuring how fast a horse is going it's another speed and neither of those speeds is like the actual speed that the horse is going they're just
0: measured relative to my position as the observer right so the thing with relativity mm-hmm. is like that's that's like relative velocities and such sure, sure. you know whatever but it's true of all things um yes so well the thing with relativity I, we don't have to get really deep into this, but it is honestly the thing I'm most jazzed about lately, and it's hard for me to contain it. Things.
1: Would you say that you're so excited and you just can't hide it?
0: I just can't hide I'm it. So I, know, I know. I know. I know. I want to. Mm-hmm. You want to? Sure. I know. I know, I know, I know, I know you know. want to. So, relativity, but here's the thing, D Cole. Yeah. Events don't happen. At the same time, like if, oh, dude, how do I describe this? I'm not going to be able to describe this. But relativity is like basically a few things that um, the speed of light is constant. Right. Like if, so you know what you're talking about? This relative velocity where like a horse, I'm standing still, the horse is going 20 miles per hour. Are you talking about
1: the clock in a plane thing?
0: Oh, that's part of it. Time dilation, yeah. But like if I'm standing in a horse going 20 miles per hour away from me, and you're going 10 miles per hour away from me. The horse is going 10 miles per hour away from you. Mm-hmm. Like that's like relative velocities. But if if you're standing here, a photon is traveling past you at the speed of light, which is like to some, but I don't know, c, just some constant speed, c, exactly. The horse observes that same speed. The light is going the same speed away from the horse. Mm-hmm. So the speed of light is a ab- from any reference point is the same speed mm-hmm. always
2: mm-hmm.
0: which basically means that everything under the speed of light is relative mm-hmm. and well, and so like events so
1: it's like close your eyes count to one that's how long forever feels
0: yes actually time i mean like well yes it, absolutely um because re- like i could oh dude because if you close your so eyes so you're blocking out the to light to describe oh all right well let me it's like here. here's a crazy effect no, no, of, I, I get of relativity I get if if two lights like flash at the same time mm-hmm. you just observed them flashing at the same time right, right. from a different reference point they flashed at different times right like that's ridiculous mm-hmm. like from if
1: so like what? here here's an example right so say there's two lights and they're 100 yards apart right yeah and i am standing 50 yards from each so i'm like halfway in between them right yeah and they both flash and i see both of them flash at the same time yeah because of the time it took the light to travel from one to the other uh, was the same to hit me right but if i'm standing on the side where one of the lights is closer to me than the other and they flash i observe them kind of flash at the same time because my granularity of my perception is wrong right
0: yeah so this is incorrect really i'm pretty sure. That is what you're saying is makes perfect sense. I mean, that's just like, you know, sound the way that sound travels. Like if you're standing closer to one Mm -hmm, source, mm -hmm. like it's going to appear not simultaneous light. It's not about the light hitting you sooner because the light is always going at a constant speed. No, it's basically like the way the space time fabric is woven that like, dude, I can't even describe it, but like time dilation, the closer you approach the speed of light. Sure the closer as as opposed to another observer so if you're moving faster than me
2: mm-hmm.
0: i observe that time is ticking slower for you right and so you could you know travel at close to the speed of light to another planet and come back and you might you might come back Age
1: differently or whatever right
0: oh yeah like aged that like thousands of years later yeah, yeah, yeah. like and this is possible like this is literally well, and possible tested this you,
1: with, the, with the clock in the plane right and like microseconds of time
0: yes right yes time dilation um ba- based on gravity because time dilates based on speed and gravity right. gravity can change time and also speed but here's okay let me cap this off there's a, a series on minute physics about special relativity that is ridiculously mind-blowing that if you get a chance you should go check out i will but here's a crazy thing that relates special relativity to real world things here it is Decole. hit me electromagnetism yes okay so you got a wire right okay and you have electron electrons and protons in the wire yep an equal amount so if you have a positive charge like outside of that wire it's not going to repel because it's like a neutral wire right you know if the if it was a positively charged wire it would repel right you know yes so electromagnetism works you know when when like electrons are flowing through through a wire, wire right you know
1: it's negatively charged
0: yeah and something outside of that field experiences that force and basically here's here's why because of relativity and because things that are moving faster than you like to your relative you know reference frame they spatially contract There's length contraction like literally in the same way that time is observed to tick slower for somebody moving faster than you for somebody moving faster than you at when they approach the speed of light literally their length will contract like that's just how it works and i i like learned why once and i can't explain it okay but because the protons oh i get why now, i get why yeah because one's moving and the other one sp- like contracts right so there's so in that reference frame there's more pr- um there's more positively charged uh there's more protons right um which basically then makes uh makes a magnetic effect because of relativity because in that reference frame, the other uh charged particle is moving faster, which means its length contracts, which means there's more of them in one reference frame, which causes mm-hmm, a magnetic mm-hmm, effect. Mm-hmm. okay, I'm done, but that was like insane to me that uh that's why electromagnetism works that's why because of special relativity
1: It's funny for that there's me like do that to you the thing that's interesting about sort of like relativity or or like any of these sort of like um You know, there's different theories of how things work in physics that can all be simultaneously true. And, like, some of them are just, like, more and less granularly accurate, right? And so, like, that you can explain the same things, like, using, like, Newtonian physics and then, like, Einsteinian physics and then, like, like quantum physics, right? And that there's, like, three different explanations of how a magnet works, depending on, like, which framework of physics you want to use to, like, explain it.
0: Right, I mean that th- totally. Like the thing that kind of boggles my mind is that you learn Newtonian physics in high school, mm-hmm. and they don't even tell you that it's not the whole picture.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because like this is just like a it's, rough approximation. It's, I mean, they do. Yeah, they like, do they make some sort of like a generic like, oh, quantum physics also exists, and like here's the slit experiment, and you know, blah blah blah. Sure. But like, they don't like they don't say like, and this undermines everything I taught you in this class
0: right like literally like this framework is useful but only so like if we use this framework to design like um the gps satellite system it wouldn't work because these calculations don't take into account right like at scale like time dilation
1: it's the same thing as like your if your math teacher never told you that pi wasn't 3.14 yeah right it's like no, no it's more than that it like goes infinitely long and like you know it's a whole thing but it's like yeah like you can uh, basically use 3.14 yes, yeah. as an approximation for most of your calculations because your calculations right. only need to be good down to a certain number of decimal points and like yep, we don't, you know yep, totally but like if they never told the you like extreme environments, there's a lot more to pi than just like it's this random number called 3.14. Yep
0: yeah I would like to understand the limits of relativity a little bit better like where because we know like we know that relativity isn't the full picture why do we know that like what is it where does relativity fall short you know? Well, I would imagine Probably that it just has at the to subatomic like level,
1: quantum entanglement stuff. Yeah,
0: like the sub. Yeah, where it's like, oh well, relativity
1: yeah. doesn't have a clear explanation for this.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's that theory interesting. of everything still holding out for it. Yeah, but it's just wild that one guy was like, "Wait a minute, the universe is not." It wasn't just one guy. Yeah, he built on it. Okay. but like other people that were like, "Wait, the universe isn't lining up to what we thought it was." Like these things are not. They're not adding up properly. We must need a better system. A better system. And Einstein literally put it into math. Like he found the better, legitimate, just straight up like math formulas to predict the way the universe works. It's crazy. And
1: you know what's great about Einstein, too? Guy played the violin and he was a sweet man. Is that right? Yeah. Played the violin, was a sweet man. He wasn't a person of singular focus. You know? He wasn't like a psycho. Like, there are many <laughs> geniuses who are psychos. Yeah. But Einstein, as far as I can tell, seems to have been kind of a sweetheart who played the violin. Yep. He was just like an old man. I mean, just I get man. the vibe
0: of sweetheart from all the, like, from his quotes and stuff. Yeah, he's know, just but. like
1: an old man who, I mean, he wasn't always old, but I actually read a biography <laughs> of him. But, like, really? he's just a guy. You know, he, I mean, he grew up in, as a Jew in Germany and he left Germany and, you know, like, yeah. but he just,
2: uh,
1: you know, he Play the violin. He hung out. He wasn't like a big like people person but like the people he was close with he was close with and he was kind to and, you know like yeah, you like right. to see it you know there's yep. so many other geniuses who are just complete psychos.
0: Yeah. Yep. That's for sure. That's, That's interesting.
1: And funny like he wouldn't have taken that, that tongue picture that we all love if he wasn't, <laughs> wasn't kind of a jokester.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Truth. I like to think that he Truth would have a podcast, that.
1: if he was if he was out here. Einstein, today. he'd have a great Hell podcast. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Uh.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so Daniel Turbolinks, oh, please.
1: please put some technology into this episode. It, it went like psychology and then t- physics. Can yep. we can we talk about programming?
0: Let's talk about programming. All right livewire should have its own turbo links i agree and so we had a conversation and kind of what came out of that conversation was like well build it you know yeah like stop saying stop you're saying gonna,
1: you're gonna build it if you're not gonna build it just build, just it. build it
0: yeah and so i was like all right I think I just need to build it. So Did you just it build this, it last night? Uh this morning. <laughs> um so here's the crazy like thing. A... I had this thing built up in my head uh-huh. that this is this insanely huge project that's gonna take me months. Yeah, it's not. And then as soon as I thought about it for like more than a second, I realized I could get a proof of concept working in like twenty minutes.
1: This is how like it always I... works for you, by the way. Um Why is that? So there's this really good explanation of uh ADHD, which I think is like not true of everyone, but is true of me um which is that like to do a project like there's a wall between me and the project right yeah and um the first step of any project is looking at the wall and figuring out how i'm going to get to the other side of it whether this particular wall is better to dig under or climb over or walk around Mm -hmm. i have to spend a certain amount of time just analyzing the wall yeah right yep. before i can climb over the wall and then start doing the very easy project that's on the other side yeah um and this is i think off what i've seen Identify with you that, in live wire a lot is that like you'll have these things where it's like you just you have to mull it over for a year <laughs> right. and then be like oh i figured it out i'll build it in the morning
0: you know yep. yeah it is a very weird process and i and there's and uh yeah, dude, and it's, it's the same thing as Newtonian physics and relativity. It's like, I could have hacked something out a year ago, but it wouldn't have fit into the unified th- field theory of all live wire inner workings. And now... And it wouldn't have scratched your itch, probably. It's like, I, so I went at a proof of concept and I purposely make it bad and I purposely make it fast so that I don't get attached to it so that I can see where its, you know, yeah. where its shortcomings are. And then I can back out and try again. Um, and that that was the experience. I just I just think it's interesting. Like I f- I'm feeling some weird correlation to like, you know, how different um, physics like. Yeah. Sort of, like,
1: You're like, you this know, is an be- approximation. This is like Framework. a facsimile yeah. of the real feature.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and anyway, it's just interesting and it's fun. And it's interesting how like as soon as I realized like, dude, I think I could just build this. So how does it I work? I started building it. And uh, yeah, so. Here's, here's a problem with the whole thought process. Well, the reason the wall was so big.
2: Ooh,
1: so to the user and the listener who might not know what TurboLinks is, mm. like, what is this feature? What is it supposed to do? Without referencing Links, explain what oh. this feature is supposed to do.
0: Yeah. So when you're a traditional web application, meaning like the most simplistic web application or website you could build, you click links to get to other pages. And those links cause a full page reload. You know, you see the refresh button in your little tabs bar. Yep. Um, so JavaScript frameworks became more and more popular and a trend um, emerged. And the name for it is single page applications. And the idea is that you load one page and you navigate between pages. And it it looks as if you're navigating between whole pages, but really it's just one page that's faking being navigated between multiple pages so your refresh thing never spins and it feels very fast and snappy because there's no need to do a full page reload where the browser has to repaint everything and regrab all the assets and all that stuff so it's very fast correct so turbo links is something that brought this technology to traditional web apps rather than exactly so like a rails app or a laravel app you just like include turbo links and turbo links hijacks all links All a tag links fetches the contents and then fetches the contents over ajax in javascript and yep swaps the body tag checks the head tag to see if there's any new assets to load and some other fanciness but that's the gist and writes to the history state Mm -hmm. you know push state so that your url actually changes as if you went to a new site but you didn't Mm -hmm. it just changed it with the history api um and then it has like caching so if you hit the back button it has like a cache of what was on that page and it'll just sh- swap it instantly um it can cache requests so that if you go to a page and you've already been there it'll just sub in the the one it already had quick while it's fetching the real one in the background whatever so that's turbo links and that's a rails ecosystem tool that can be used in any ecosystem um and Turbolinks works with liveware there's a liveware Turbolinks adapter yep uh, and i initially supported turbo links uh, a while ago you
1: ripped it out though right
0: I ripped it out for V2 and put it into that adapter. Yep. So you can use it, but here's the deal. Like, I took it out because I wanted to make space for myself to create my own Turbolinks.
1: And why would you want to create your own Turbolinks instead of using Turbolinks TM?
0: Yes. So good question. Because it's an extra tool to add, sure. it doesn't feel vertically integrated. Sure. I could add it internally, and you could not know that I'm using Turbolinks under the
1: hood. Mm-hmm. But but the main I thing I would have to work around the tool. The main thing that's promising to me is that like you have a complex DOM diffing library. And yeah. they don't.
0: Right. So TurboLinks doesn't do DOM diffing, and I'm not even sure if my system will. But it could. Um it could. But it, it that might be a negative effect. Like that it might or I mean it I mean it could clearly produce very cool things, but it, it could also make things more unpredictable. Yeah. Um, I'm leaning towards not doing any dom diffing, Interesting. Okay. but here is the thing that I do have that makes, so the wall was so high is because I looked at Turbolinks and I thought Turbolinks is a big project that's taken a long time. Lots of GitHub issues. They've, they've like, they've tackled, it's an SPA yeah. thing. Like that's a big ask and they did it. Am I so bold as to think I can just go and do my own little Turbolinks inside of a bigger, broader thing? Daniel's holding a knife and his eyes are wide. So so you, you get it why the wall would be high, right. you know? But I've known that I want to do it. I've just sort of put it off as like, oh, that's going to be a huge thing. Okay. And I've even thought about the implementation before. I don't know why I've just like slept on it. So here's the thing that I have that makes me not have to really make it all that complicated. When you do route colon colon get and then pass in a live wire component
2: directly. Yes. I know the bounds of that live wire component. Yes. You know?
0: I know I can attach an attribute to its div tag or to its whatever, its root tag. I I have control over that. So basically, I can very easily listen for a click on a page and fetch from the back end just that component, not the surrounding layout wrapper. Mm-hmm. You know, which is an advantage to Turbolinks because Turbolinks has to fetch the entire page with all of its head and its right. everything. Where I can literally just fetch the main liveware component of that page. Sure. Um, which is actually very easy because here's the fun thing. Okay. Let me give you a quick little, t- dude. I w- ask a question. You you drive this up.
1: Well, so. So I get the the basic idea, right? Which is, like, you know where the edges of the live wire component are. So, like, you don't need to pull the head, which means you don't need to handle write all the code that handles, like, what happened if the head changed and blah, 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 right? Like, all of the yep. complexity that Turbolinks has to handle of, like, what if the head is different between these two pages for reasons? Like, I have to now go fetch different assets and do blah, 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 blah,
2: right? So mm-hmm. there's
1: that. Um, the concern I would have is can't... And I don't actually know if this is possible, but I assume it is. Um, Inside of LiveWire views, you can have like sections or like you can push onto stacks, right? Mm, From LiveWire. So like if I pushed a style onto a stack Mm. in a component, how would you handle that?
0: Here's a great question. This is a shortcoming that we need to talk about because there's a very simplistic way of doing this where i could have this feature done and you know and i basically did i without the push state stuff i didn't go deep into push state but i got the basic feature of just swapping the internal hijacking a link click swapping the internals of the main thing and the livewire component still works perfectly well sure. um but the shortcoming of that approach like you're saying is the side effects beyond the bounding livewire element mm-hmm. you know which is pushing to stacks that are in the layout.
2: Replacing or sections. passing
0: in data like a title to a layout. Sure. You know, those are the things that that um, <laughs> if I ignore them, this is very easy. If I think about them, this becomes difficult. Uh, I, so, so let's talk about
1: let's it. Let's ignore the pushing data to the layout thing for now. Let's talk just about stacks and sections. Okay. Right? Um, yep. I think stacks and sections you handle pretty easily. You handle it essentially the same as you handle the component where you know the bounds of it, and you
0: put... Well, that's the hard part, but okay, Well, go you on. know
1: where the section is defined in the layout, and you have access to the layout. So when you do the initial render, you add something like...
0: Right, That 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 is a hurdle of like, what do you add? Whatever. But, you, but let's just say that we find a way.
1: Yeah, you do something to uh yep. to mark the thing in the dom as like the pla- right. you know whether that's yep. like you add an id with the literal name of the stack or section yep. or if you just um you know whatever you add a wrapper tag or something around it you know um yep. yeah regardless you um if you can demarcate where those stacks and sections are then you you know in your re- in your re-render for the next page navigation, you just see if anything modifies these stacks and sections, like I know where those are, push it onto the bottom or replace it depending on which type it is. Um, and that's that. The only difficulty is I don't know what happens in Blade by default if you have a stack and it's empty, right? Like, the only I mean, question if you're pushing from, to an empty stack if you're pushing or, into an empty stack, like would the bounds be defined already if it was empty, or would you need to do something to define them in the case that it was empty?
0: Yeah, I mean, that the interesting thing is, I well, I don't know, and then, no, I, don't know I guess those would be the questions. And but, that mean, one those are doesn't edge scare me as that much. Solve, yeah. I'd probably have to hack Laravel a bit to have like a wildcard pusher because on the subsequent renders, like yeah, I'm not actually rendering the layout
1: compiler, basically.
0: Yeah, I'd have to... Like, I already have that. LiveWare yeah, has right, that. Right. Um, so I can just hack, like, push mm-hmm. and treat it as a wildcard. And uh, so for those requests, I can just, like, basically collect anything that's been pushed to the stack um, and then pass that down with the payload sure. to the front end yep. and then use that mark in the front end to swap those out and just make sure that, you know, you're doing it right and then if you swap out a new script, it has to be evaluated if it's just a script tag because um you know whatever okay but live already has code to do that so
1: now the data pushing data into the template right so say there's like a random double curly brace string
0: yeah title is a perfect one in the title tag that's honestly probably the biggest okay title and meta description stuff like that
1: see the stuff i'm interested in is like title and meta description are actually a little bit too easy no you can make it harder though you can do one that's more difficult Okay. Which is, say, in the body, right? You have yeah. like a random H1 as the first element in the body, mm-hmm. right? And then below that, you just have curly braces description, close curly braces, not wrapped sure. in its own tag, just sort of stuck in the body as one of several siblings, yeah. right? Because I was thinking for title or meta description, it's not that terrible because you can just grab, you can. Because you're smart and you have access to the Dom and you have access to your own blade compiler, like you can grab the symbol that that is part of. Yeah. and you could like yeah. add some sort of a meta tag to that. That's It's dark, but it's doable. Right.
0: Okay, keep going. But if keep you're going.
1: doing this other thing where it's like it's not wrapped in a in a tag that's exclusive to it, then you don't yep. even have access to that thing to add some sort of marker on as like this is something that needs to update when title updates or whatever.
0: Right, it's super tough. It basically is like the only clean way to do this is to do the Turbolinks thing and to render the whole... To do a full render. To do a full render, pass that down. You can mark up the the, the parts that need to change explicitly and then maybe right. do a diff of the rest But so you don't like necessarily patch everything. But yeah, dude, that's tough.
1: I mean, what, that's tough. one thing you could do is um inject like html
0: comments around
1: you know you could like inject html comments surrounding blocks where there is something yeah basically saying like this is like a changeable zone but then you need like
0: any but dude it gets weird because like you could use a variable it's passed into the layout to like echo out a um like an attribute in an html tag right and, right you and know then, you can't have an html comment in or an like attribute.
1: you could be inside of a string that's going into javascript and then you have an html comment
0: stuck into your javascript this is the kind of thing that it's possible that this might this is here's the fork in the road as as like a creator of something like this is like do you go down the road that is going to cause less overhead of the of the user for the on the user's behalf like turbo links there's no overhead for the user there is actually a little bit but you know um so let's say that i just like go full bore on this and basically rewrite my own turbo links it diffs stuff it morph doms the entire freaking page you know sure so you can pass new data into the layout you can push to stacks and this thing's going to cover it whatever you do Mm -hmm. right or I go with my Nimble approach, which has a way prettier and more robust internal system, easier to manage, more reliable, whatever, and offer some sort of affordance to the, to the user of Livewire. So let's say it's a custom blade attribute or sorry, a blade, um, whatever that you wrap, uh, you wrap things that you want to be dynamic in it, mm-hmm. you know, things that you want to be dynamic across page loads. You know?
1: yeah it's less magical but it's cool
0: for sure i mean but that's like the only other realistic thing in my mind it's so, like that's that's the only good that's the only other good approach it's like you know
1: right so uh, my gut says if you actually leaned into using dom diffing here using your actual dom diffing strat that livewire already uses everywhere that this is better okay. right
0: mm, what would you dom diff because you can't dom diff the head can't you? No, Turbolinks does very fancy things. You you can dom diff inside the body, mm-hmm. but you're not. You can't dom diff the head because if you just like, you know, if you, if you change the know.
1: head, it doesn't like reload the head. Right?
0: Yeah, it's it's like sensitive. <laughs> I wonder if MorphDOM dom you know it would be interesting to see like would MorphDOM handle a title tag and the change would reflect in the browser tab probably. Yeah.
1: So I mean, the other thing but, is like you could just say is doesn't support changes inside the head tag and then you're yeah. be done. Yep. Because as a developer, like I can make anything I need to make without changing the head tag.
0: Yeah. So maybe it just DOMs the existing maybe, the only system thing but it DOMs the body. The
1: only thing I would always need to regularly need to change in the head is the title. And so maybe you build a special utility specifically for title to support that
2: right <laughs> but
1: other than title yeah. you don't support any changes in the head and to do title you have to use this special utility that i'm building
0: so the shortcomings of this approach sure is the approach that i'm describing that we're finding the shortcomings is that data pass to layouts tough pushing to stacks and layouts tough but doable
1: i think pushing to stacks and um, is not tough but okay it is or stacks and sections i mean
0: It's you have to find a way to reliably mark up the DOM when you don't, you're not given a reliable root element in a stack. Right. Um, And so you'd have to hack the blade. I mean, it's like a solid thing. Okay. Don't downplay it. Okay. I would never. Okay. So we got that doable but tough. Um, Here's one when two different component pages use two different layouts, two different blade layouts, what do you do?
1: you just do you know, a full page replacement. What do you mean? I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know.
0: Cuz different layouts could very well mean lots and, of different stuff yeah. in the head. So that's that's a tough one. It's like if we wanted this feature, honestly, this feature would like for me, it would be pretty fine if it was just <laughs> just the primitive feature that I'm proposing mm-hmm. that I wrote up. Like that's like most of it. But that extra 10% is going to be the really, really tough stuff.
1: I mean, what you really want, Caleb, what you want is, what I want is a guarantee. No more attempts on my father's life. What you really want, Caleb, is for a bunch of live wire defined routes, you just want to be able to navigate between those things without any concern for special circumstances and have them SPA between each other. Like, that's the dream. Right, is that I'm going to de- define a bunch of live wire component routes, yep. full page components. Yeah. And whether, and I want to like click a link that takes me to another route that has another full page live wire component on it. Yeah. And I want the page to not refresh. And I want, this is the added thing that I want that maybe you don't care that much about, but like, and I want as little of the, markup to change as possible like i want to do like minimum interference dom diff replacement like to me that's like the best thing you know
0: the problem with the dom diff stuff of course is like the everlasting problem with dom diff stuff it's it's more intelligent but because it's more intelligent it's stupider it's um like uh if you just swap like TurboLinks just swaps the entire body tag they never have any DOM diff issues at all to ever worry about ever. There's probably never been a you know whatever. There's no there's been virtually no issues opened that say are you having oh, a lot of domdiff reason, issues. Um, I mean, not nearly like when Livewire started because we solved the big ones. Right. But,
1: well, and that's what I'm saying is like, are you gonna are you really gonna have DOM diff issues more than the ones that you're already having?
0: Like, I just know is the, the whole point who, of
1: Livewire to be like based on this that this DOM diffing does work.
0: You know? it works, but there's limitations yeah, yeah yeah, the limitation because it's not virtual DOM and I can't truly track if statements, I have to do like lookaheads and uh, and it just makes it tough. Um, like there's it's just like literally a shortcoming of this approach without having a companion backend renderer that can mark that something has been conditionally removed. Mm-hmm you have to use normal diffing algorithms to guess that it's been removed or if it's just been changed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, you know, it's just not uh, wiping and rewriting is predictable. Very predictable. (sighs) Anyway. So, so what's, what's the, so the MVP is the thing that I have where it's just going to be like, kind of like the normal, like as if you're just changing a normal live wire component to a new, component whatever like using the existing um infrastructure of livewire
1: sure. just but replacing everything within the bounds of that component
0: exactly yep. like that's the primitive feature that could be done soon mm-hmm. um is that the kind of thing that you just don't do because it's going to just beget an onslaught of feature requests and issues and then people will just like it'll create dissatisfaction like wait until it's really good and robust and does everything everybody needs
1: I think you should support stacks and sections before you push it. I think an,
2: so. That's
0: the line for you.
2: To
1: me, that's the line, and then maybe a title utility, right? Hmm. So if you did stacks, sections, and a title utility, and then documented it as you can't change the head with this, and you can't change anything outside of the right, like the
0: layout, like you, it has to be the same layout.
1: It has, it has to be the same layout, and if you have variables in the layout that are like defined. Some weird way, yeah. That like those aren't going to update, uh. With the exception of here's a utility to update title.
0: Dude, the weird thing is that TurboLinks does all this and it works.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, but,
0: but the the, the, the shortcoming party of...
1: and like it, you are right about the like having to lean on a third party like that is just uncomfortable and awkward like you do yeah. want it vertically vertically integrated
0: and there is um there is like but
1: to me like the technical uh, this is the thing is like the big thing that i think pushes this over the edge of being better than TurboLinks would yeah, be if way. it did dom diffing
0: right if it and even if it did, dude even if it didn't do dom diffing it's still like i think i think we both kind of mean the same thing but well no maybe not but if it if did it do that that would be really interesting. That it has
1: live wire specific knowledge and it has access to the the back end and the renderer and you know and right. the, and the template would, data in a pre-rendered form. Like there are advantages that you have to having that access on the back end and like you should utilize those cuz those are things that can give you an advantage over Turbolink.
0: For sure. And just you know, re- just returning a subset of the HTML alone is a big advantage. Right, right. right. Smaller payloads like and stuff. Just a smaller payload. Um, yeah. And it, so, it, yeah. if
1: you don't support all that weird, like, asset loading stuff, like, you're just less fragile, too.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. The asset loading stuff, is, and that, right, that, to me, the asset loading stuff isn't a deal breaker for the feature. It's probably the layout it's probably the titles like variable stuff and and making it work across different layouts and like what's the story for that is there a story or is it literally just like oh you just get a full page reload now you know mm-hmm. and here's a question no yeah i just not. yep no the interface for using this is you annotate a link with something like wire
2: and then it it does the juice otherwise it's just a full page load is that true i don't think that has to be true you don't want it to be i don't want it to be true you want
0: it to just my gut says do
1: you're smart enough and you have enough information to determine that a link is to a full page live wire component that has the same
0: layout as this component Oh my gosh, dude. And just do it all automatically. Because
1: yeah, like you have the route registrar, <laughs> right? You have a list of all the routes that are registered. You know which ones are yours. Because you registered them. Um
0: Then you'd have to expose their routes, you know, like Ziggy does. No, 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 no. No.
1: Um
0: do you, you have to know you, oh, you have you to do, know to block do. the click and fetch it. No, no, no,
1: no, no. Here's what you do you add. You add the thing to the A tag on render.
0: In the back end? In the
1: back end. The, when you're compiling the thing, the, ooh, this, is, this could be hard though. But like Can't. But you could do that, right? Like in the back end, when you're rendering the thing, if there's a link to a route, like...
0: How do you know it's a link? Regex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That gets rough. <laughs> like PHP, this is... Like maybe 10 years down the road, Livewire builds a PHP like JSX type thing or like an actual PHP um, syntax tree, you know, yeah, right. uh, abstract syntax tree or whatever. Like then I could actually do some real damage here. Mm-hmm. But until then, I have to just be as clever as possible.
1: You want to yeah. build something, there's something for you to build.
0: That's a build. That's thing. a
1: build. That's a only Caleb can build it type of thing.
0: No, that's a. That's a. Yeah, I don't know. That's someone else should build that. No, but I'm saying you <laughs>
1: could build it into Livewire. Like I'm sure that those types of syntax parsers exist.
0: Yeah, no, I mean PHP. Uh, um, PHP what's is it a syntax parser, but yeah, right. But, <laughs> but not. Uh, um, it's not though, is it? Oh, it does. Yeah. No, it doesn't. No. Um, the what JSX? You know, used to be PHPX or something. That it doesn't, Adam wait, 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 I'm wrong, that, that maybe like,
1: I'm wrong about this but like can't you get symbols out of can't you get PHP uh, symbols no, out you, of yes like, you can't
0: get HTML symbols
1: okay you just get that it is an HTML out of
0: P I mean like just PHP itself you can get you can get all the PHP syntax symbols Right. Um, but if you throw at it like HTML with PHP interwoven yeah it will it just gives you the, it's just one type which for is an HTML, html string right whatever it is yeah um yeah and then as soon as you break into php then you get all the interesting stuff mm-hmm. like an if you know label and whatever um yeah i can't find it but uh yeah php interesting oh is this it php react was partly inspired this is dan abramov react was partly inspired by xhp which is a jsx like component syntax for hack slash php that we use at facebook so it's called xhp and this is what jsx started as um and the page is still there a new way to write php from 2010 and it's basically jsx but uh you know anyway so
1: so pull an xhp Bummer. Baby.
0: yeah right just pull in xhp it probably <laughs> still easy. works it's I probably it been updated <laughs> for
1: <from> php 7
0: <laughs> so yeah so that's some stuff um so we'll see where this goes but uh this is you know it's more complicated than than maybe i even thought when i was getting on this um this call but mm. but yeah but it's, it's just gonna be. it's
1: interesting uh, build the smallest version you can and then yeah let's talk next week and see what we can add to it
0: yeah yeah, And this is a feature that I'd be comfortable like, well, I don't know. What if you just shipped yeah. it undocumented? Under the hood? Well, the th- the thing that I like about marking A tags, which I think we'll have to do anyway, with like a, a wire attribute, yeah. is that you can make the feature, you can make it opt in that way and, you know, ship it in the current release. Like, yeah. it can just come out as like a random minor bump, you know? Yeah.
1: Are you hearing my dog barking? Yeah, yeah. Great. Well, to the listener, my dog's barking if you're not hearing it. Hopefully the compression is making it go away, but I doubt it.
0: No, definitely not. Um, I mean, we're about time anyway. Should we have Young Tune just cue the outro Dude, music? Let's,
1: let's just
2: stop talking for a second and let Tune cue the outro music. Bumper Thank down. you, young chick.
1: <laughs> oh, good, 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 good.